coming to get you, Barbara. Here's, here's what debris has. Debris has, well, other than anti-gravitational floating bodies that are like trapped in rotations in the in little storms, it has the famous person Scribius Pip in the actual uh, intro naming, you know, so they show the name of the like top actors and Scribius Pip is the main villain. I have no idea who the hell Scribius Pip is. Turns out he is a spoken word rap artist from Britain. But now he's like an international terrorist in the mo- in the show. That's a strange trade. Okay, it's kind yeah. of it's it's kind of like I I don't know if uh, well actually I do know <laughs> you don't watch uh, wrestling very much. Um, but the big thing that's been going on the last two months is this. Um, I want to say Spanish rapper Bad Bunny is a I know Bad Bunny. He is a big thing in the WWE right now. He is the 24 seven champion and he's hanging out with Damian priest and he was feuding with Elias and somebody else who are, I mean, well, Elias is kind of a jobber right now, but he used to be a big, big name in the WWE. Oh, wow. Yeah. See, there was, there was a music video that I was really into from some experimental electric group where they were all in bad bunny suits and that was not anything to do with this, but every time I go to YouTube it, I expect to get fun, good music I'm addicted to, and instead I get Bad Bunny. So I know this guy because yeah. he keeps popping up instead of the videos I want to watch. Well, uh, talk about Small World. Uh, I want to say back in November, I got hired to do a music video. And this, I don't know if I told you about this. The mu- This music video that I did, uh, it was for Bad Bunny, and I had no idea who Bad Bunny was at the time. And we did, they did uh, a music video portion and then they had him sit down and talk doing an MTV style thing. But in this building, they wanted to do uh, the music video part, then part of the uh, interview and then do more music video. The, The interview part was done around a campfire, which they created inside this warehouse. And in order to control the light, they closed all the doors. And the campfire that they made was uh, basically gas propelled into uh, into it, and then the the fire lit. So the entire yeah. building smelled like the exhaust of a car. Oh my god! For I, I want to say, I was going like to say five hours. There were there were several people <laughs> that got so faint. One person actually got put in an ambulance and taken away because of it. Yeah you close all the doors and light something that starts a fire that is a terrible idea yep and and it's all done using uh film props which or uh film equipment and stuff so it's not designed to be indoor this all this stuff was designed to be out to outdoors you bury the pipes and then you set it up and and this way you can control it but no it was just pumping gas into that room that's horrible yeah it was rough but the point of the story is I met Bad Bunny 
months before he was on the WWE. And I was like, this guy's a piece of shit. His music <laughs> is horrible. Yeah, not I a fan of the music. barely speak any English. Like, this was dumb. And then he's all of a sudden on the WWE doing the same fucking thing for them. Although his English has gotten a lot better now. I don't know if he was speaking poor English back during the interview for a reason or not. Or if maybe he had just uh, uh, done a lot of work to perfect his English accent to the point where he can speak pretty fluently so now. Is he, is he a good wrestler? No, um, not that I've not that I've seen. But I did read somewhere. I, I want to say it was. Um, I want to say it was on Wrestling Observer because uh, I read a lot of news in the morning on wrestling stuff, or it might be um, uh, Ringside News. One of the two. He's actually a wrestler in Spain. Oh wow. Yeah, like he he's actually done that, but he's always wanted to be a famous professional wrestler, which is why he agreed to do the WWE because what bigger stage is there than the WWE for wrestling? That's true. Except for maybe AEW. They just got a whole bunch of big name WWE talent. I heard they did a WWE had to lay off a bunch of people or a bunch of people just up and quit. Yeah, they since uh, the beginning of COVID, they've let go more than fifty percent of their uh, more than fifty percent of their roster, which is kind of a good thing. Because one of my big complaints about the WWE last year was that they were so oversaturated that you wouldn't see the big name talent that you wanted to see on every show. Whereas when I first started watching it back in the Raw days, they had Raw and SmackDown, but Raw and SmackDown, you saw the same wrestlers on both. So Stone Cold was on both, The Rock was on both, Edge, Christian, the Hardy Boys, Triple H, and whatnot on both of the shows. Now they split it up so you only see Edge on Monday nights. You only see the Hardy Boys on, on Friday nights and so on and so forth. But they still had so much talent that you were seeing like five or six brand new names that were going to go nowhere. And then you maybe got two matches with people that you knew. So you ended up watching a three hour show and didn't care about for an hour and a half of it to two hours of it. Now they have such a small <laughs> roster that it's kind of got the opposite problem. You're not seeing new talent and you're seeing the same matches over and over again. So it's, have you it's caught any of the good. young rock? I watched the first episode. I was not a fan. Uh, the I was the second or third episode. They did this whole plot line about how somebody was stealing away the mom's wrestlers, but they uh, they have a they have a Vince McMahon, they have a Macho Man, they have an Iron Sheik, like all the famous old actors. So you get to see all these like whether or not it's a good show. That's one thing, but there's a lot of like little anecdotes and stories about the real stuff going on behind the scenes. That stuff amuses me. I like hearing the strange real stories that nobody, not the, you know, there's something about the glitz and glam of matches and the buildup of, Hey, this is a match and we're going to fight for a belt. There's a whole nother ballpark when it comes to like, actually this dude was like embezzling and screwing people over. And then, you know, macho man's like super helpful and nice to everybody and helping out with the barbecue. And like, it's interesting to learn the real stories of all these people I grew up watching. Yeah. The thing is though, is it really real? I mean, it's, it's the rock. I, I know he has a, he has a big influence on the actual script. And I know he's very much about showing the way he grew up and everything, but he's got to be looking at it through rose colored glasses. Like even. Oh, absolutely. 
doing isn't really that bad. Like the whole first episode about him trying to get a car and then him being like, well, my mom really needed the car. So I went home and took care of my mom instead. And then I got rid of the car. How much is that of that is really true? A kid that age? Who knows? It's, it's, you know, it's obviously his retelling at this age, trying to remember that and then make it like exciting for your television show. And then a staff of writers comes in and tries to block out like character and scene and stuff. Yeah. I get it. I and get I, it. I also don't really dig the way they're doing it with The Rock trying to be president and then telling the stories in the past. Like going back and forth with that, like he's such. The Rock is such a good actor and you can tell that he is really acting with this or he's been pulled the wool over our eyes for so long because he's so flat with the way he's talking. It's legitimately an interview style. Yeah. And he feels like an interview and it doesn't feel, it feels like he's reading a script almost. Yeah. 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 No, I don't know about that. However, I do love old stories of wrestlers and I have no option because I'm bombarded 40 hours a week by television. So I have to watch the episodes when they air. Well, the, uh, as far as, as far as episodes and things for the history of wrestlers, if you really want to know what was going on, you should watch the dark side of the ring. I definitely should do that. That is really good. They they even talk about a lot of the stuff that's been go that goes on in the background, like Macho Man and how he was, you know, very friendly to a lot of the wrestlers and stuff. Yeah. Good times, man. Good times. Yep. I am trying not to consume things, but it's like there's so much to consume. And I need to get working on my book. I told you the uh, we wrapped most of the work on the voiceovers. It's got the Skyrim mod shall be coming out soon. Oh, wicked! I'm I'm excited. I'm excited about that. Um, I think that uh, once Marco puts once once all that stuff gets out, I feel like it's gonna be it's gonna be a really good uh, a good thing because Marco he has a pretty decent network of people who uh, are excited about this and you are very good with your voiceover stuff. And I think the two of those things combined are going to really push Marco into a more visible atmosphere. And I think you um, putting that into your reel, if you focus on games, specifically RPG games and uh, things like that, I'm I'm sure you'll get uh, work with that as well. I very much hope so. Here's, Here's the thing about Marco. Uh, he's very picky. <laughs> so it's very much like he has his own way of reality and I'll, lead, I'll be like, hey, do you like this? I don't really like that stuff. Or I'm not really into this kind of way of doing things. But when he gets into something, and, and caveat that, family, it's like 100%, you know, if he's, if he's spending time with his family, like the world could go to hell. He doesn't care. It's he only has one friend, he says, which is me, because he doesn't like to let people in. I don't know. Oh. Maybe it's just a family thing. Point is, when he goes in something, he goes hard. Like he goes 180 percent in and he gets obsessed and he just like puts in the man hours. You know, he popped this this whole mod thing up out of like seemingly nowhere. And whatever time he got, he would just dedicate it to this. So if he does get into this, it goes he's. He definitely puts in a fine polish to whatever he does as best as he can. That's awesome. That's really awesome. I'm looking forward to something big coming out of it. 
Well, but, once, you know, it's one step at a time. Once his mod is done, I might have to get. I'll, I'll get back in just so that I can play it. I haven't played yeah. Skyrim in a long time. It's a, so. What's interesting is he's taking stuff that's in the game that develops like loose threads, and then he's expanding on the loose threads, so the stuff weaves into the already existing narrative. Oh, and so I have to play this... the whole fucking game in order to get to his stuff? <laughs> no. Well, I mean, I'm sure there's an amount you'll have to do before you can get to where his quest is. All right. But you've just, the point uh, you is, just destroyed that for me. Not gonna have him. Is there's this whole plot about the Daedric Prince Clavicus Vile? who is the trickster god like the loki character mm -hmm. and he a part of his soul goes into a sword and creates the sword you get in the game that you use it some or it's this the sword that's referenced in the game and so he takes this sword and he develops it to be that it has a soul of a part of clavicus's soul is in the sword and it takes on an identity of this female called da, uh, it was the umbra and the sword is the da umbra and so he developed this out into a, a companion that follows you around is a sword, a flying floating sword. You can wield it like a weapon. You can throw it at the enemy. It could fly around and fight them without you. And then it can come back to you. And then you, his mod allows you to have the sword possess somebody. So if one of the enemies picks up the sword, they get possessed by the spirit and they become your ally until they ditch the body and become a sword again. Oh, that's really cool. Sounds like a and lot so of programming he, went behind this. Yeah, there's he put so much work. He was showing me there's like my care my one character alone in it is like 200 lines of writing and dialogue stuff going on. Yeah. And he has like three characters I've voiced, a couple characters someone else voiced. Yeah, he's put effort into this. But you get to make the sword also um a hoverboard. Like you sit on the sword and you fly along and so that just got added and also there's a there's a whole quest the part of the quest is trying to put frankenstein pieces of bodies together so you like whenever you kill people you say bodies and you put them together to create a body for her to take physical form uh so you can have a waifu follow you around because oh, that's awesome. all the fans we had a patreon and we had people on the site who are like you know we're into this mod and all of them were like can we see some boobs because that's apparently what Skyrim players want. Dude, that's all anybody ever wants. True. I was just telling my wife that, you know, like everything should have titties. Like your cat should have titties. Your dog should have titties. People should have like six sets. <laughs> that's, there, three, that's three on the front, three on the back. I almost sent this to you. Actually, I may have sent Did I send you the, uh, the, lizard, the, the lizard thing? Lizard thing? So... I saw this meme and I'm going to destroy this meme and I don't know where it is. So I can't just go find it and send it to you. But I saw this meme where there was a guy and he was dressed up kind of like a cleric and he turns and he looks at the, uh, um, uh, at a, uh, a lizard girl and she's like, uh, I'm sorry. And he goes, yeah, I know. I know lizard people shouldn't have boobs. And then she looks left, looks right, looks back at him and goes, you want to know the secret? And he goes, sure. She goes, we actually have them. And then she shows him uh, her chest I've seen, I, I have seen that picture. I've seen that. argument right now about lizard titties. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, that's... Uh... <laughs> but dude, that's, that's legitimately like for any video game thing because the majority of video game... Well, actually, now not so much, but it used to be. The majority of the video game uh, 
community was all male dominated. And when you went to those hack sites where the, the, where they would, you know, up the graphics, change the frame rate and everything like that, the first or second mod that came out was always a nude mod. There's always some mod to make all exactly either to make her came out, make her naked. Yep. Make her naked. And then, um, after what was that fighting game where they added bouncing uh to the chat that was dead or alive and those bounces are amazing yes but it was after the first dead or alive came out then it was nude mod and then physics they called it physics mods where jiggly physics chest, yep where the chest and the butt would bounce when you were walking <laughs> it was we had the uh it was one of the magazines. It was PlayStation magazine put out discs with every issue and it had yep. a dead or alive. Uh, uh, it was before the game even came out. So it was like a software tech demo thing. Uh-huh. And we played that nonstop. There were only like four characters or something, but it didn't matter. Everything was bouncing. Yep. Well, they way, they way overdid that when they did the volleyball one. Have you, have you seen that one? yeah the volleyball one's silly but i mean people like well, it th- yeah but that game that is the only reason for that game like the, the dead or alive games were great because it was still the um the the fighting game like because fighting games are very popular and dead or alive had that and dead or alive was also the one i believe where you could fall through the ground and break through the walls and things like that which was really really fucking cool hell yeah man the volleyball one, there is zero point to it except for the fact to have half-clothed women jumping up and down and having bounceage because there was a thing where I believe the Christian Mothers of America oh, uh, yeah. went, uh, filed a lawsuit and everything because the the amount of bounceage was unbelievable. Yeah. So they actually had to issue an update that removed some of the bouncage tragedy yep. tragedy you know what i think the video game is severely lacking is they need to pursue dong technology because we don't see enough dongs in video games well we just got to get them to make a video game out of requiem <laughs> <laughs> oh wow there's yeah, a lot I, of dongs in there I swear, I have uh, I have never seen so much penis in my life than when I read Requiem. Yeah, I've I, however, have seen a lot of penis and will continue to see a lot of penis. So, uh, <laughs> speaking of which, I was um, not to say I was on a porn site the other day, but I had come across a porn video. It was last night or the night before, and the beginning of the porn videos is serious, tense music and a black screen with white text with red highlights pops up that I will read for you that says there are traps set up around the planet in the form of artificial super intelligence designed by negative human beings and human beings for the purpose of recycling your consciousness via memory zapping temporary memory erasing shock therapy this collection of traps is known by few names one of which is the false ascension matrix consciousness is self and has always existed as love freedom respect creator and peace in a timeless state of rb alternatively r is it cannot be destroyed the closest thing to destroying consciousness is memory erasure this 
recycler system can be diverted by finding your inner peace before you quote unquote exit and avoiding light, warm sensations, groups, chaos, that which is confusing and that which is outside of self after you quote unquote exit. Then uh, a couple just banged in their living room. Of course. For like, That's know, what usually happens after you have a, a long philosophical entrance. And then at the end said, this video is very big letters, not associated with Ascension Glossary, the word dot, the word com. So I said, huh, Ascension Glossary. So I went to look it up online and it comes to a Wikipedia site and it's a bunch of new age buzzwords, but you get stuff like the exophilic ET a species and it starts going into alien agendas and the reptilian overlords and holographic reality and the consciousness structure of the pre-ascended kundalini okay. <laughs> I'm, what have i stumbled across dude that is that is like some deep diving there like when i went to it the it went uh god's sovereign free sovereign free information yep, sovereign free ascension glossary reflects the guardian prospect of the ascension timeline 2012 timelines and beyond intended as support both energetically and educationally for the galactic families of humanity oh my god this spiritual family has accepted the guardianship role to support the foundation of conus cosmic, cosmic citizenship, citizenship through <laughs> unity consciousness as an evolutionary model for the planet and humanity and this is earth-based advocacy designed for this specific group there is absolutely no value difference given on the role of each being has chosen for uh for its expression the guardian group's mission directive is rehabilitation of the hologram repairing its energetic architecture dna embodying the ascended human platform supplying content, ascension <laughs> dynamics and exopolitic et agenda oh my god sean you got you found this through a porn video i i was like i just want to watch a couple get intimate and next thing i know i'm talking about the holographic I, reality for the alien overlords i was gonna ask you if this was the facebook thing because i saw that and i was like this is something i've got to ask sean about like why is he posting yes. a porn hub video on facebook exactly exactly because i am completely baffled and this i used to get into this kind of stuff a lot and we referenced death grips earlier there's a death grip song where they sampled a video that's no longer available on the internet that was from one of these sites where it's just a you know hard beat in the back and then there's a section near the end where it said with this robotic female voice says if you want to shift from the third dimension to the fourth and fifth dimension, you have to gravitate your vibrational frequency higher. And the, the, you know, cut of the song, the, um, re return that what's the word for it. We repeat it over and over again. The, uh, not the, the refrain verse refrain. That's right. It's oh. a musical term okay. uh, is the, you know, like I have to vibrate higher and they keep talking about like vibration, vibrating your harmonic essence to reach the sixth dimension in the song. <laughs> and it turns out it was from a video that was reading a quote off of one of these kind of websites, whereas a Galactic Federation Council was trying to bring. Have you ever seen the like uh, the really colorful 
uh, alien stuff where they're like all light beings with blonde hair out of spaceships and they're no, I've never seen that. The various alien races. It's, it's wild stuff. Dude, the uh, the chick that they have uh, as an image on this website, she looks like an alien. She looks like a lizard person, doesn't she? Yeah. Yeah, you can look her up. You don't get much that doesn't lead back to this site. Oh, is this her thing? I don't know. This page looks like I Wikipedia. Dis- like, I, I would take this as a, uh, as a uh, truthful whatever a truthful page and this uh very weird it's uh who knows (laughs) it's a beauty i have with discovering these weird off the wall tinfoil things is you don't know how much of this is like an active group or one person just got high one night and thought this should fool the internet for a while this web okay i love this this is my new favorite website they have a link on the left side that says random page so I clicked it twice, and uh, the page that it brought me to uh, says soul possession and then insanity or hell realms. Insanity is a depiction of the existence of hell, ro- hell realms and is how to easily recognize possession through satanic anti-life behaviors that are controlled by the possessing entity. The possessing entity can also be hijacking the negative alien body. The negative aliens, alien bodies, hive mind is controlled by the satanic spirit who is trolling for bodies to experience certain realities. Isn't this like the same shit the scientists, the Scientology's into? I don't the, think so. The Theta is the like spirits released out of the volcano and Xenos exploded them or whatever. Something like that. <laughs> oh, we have, we're, we're going to, we're going to disappear off the internet and be murdered by cultists for the right. alien agenda. Well, um, to, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Nanotech biosensors and the Internet of Things, the IOT in parentheses. Um, yeah, no, after this, if we, uh, if we disappear after this episode actually airs, we, uh, we know where we went. Ascensionglossary.com. Actually, you know what? This might give them a lot of people to, you know, see yeah. their site. Yeah, we're giving them <laughs> promo material here. Go to Ascension glossary.com and buy the protein shake and that's a that's a joke it's a jab at how everybody like monetizes by protein shakes so they don't so they're not selling goop or uh or or what was it uh vaginal crystals did you did you not did you not hear about that I'm at a loss for words. I'll be honest. Vaginal <laughs> crystals. Yeah, there was this whole thing where she was saying that you had to take these crystals and you were supposed to put them, you know, up inside you, and it was supposed to. I think it was supposed to like calm your chakras or something. It's supposed to be a health thing. She Anyways. she's completely gone off the deep end, dude. Oh, I love it. Who is this? Yeah. Uh, fuck, I don't know. She's she's famous though. She she owns Goop. Oh, it's the goop lady, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's the same lady who you hear about the one where she made candles that smell like her vagina and the, yes. one of the candles burned down a house. Oh no, I did not know that. <laughs> somebody somebody left it on or knocked it over and a house burned down. They're like, How dare you burn it down with your candle? Oh, that's awesome. Well, that's not awesome. No, that's not awesome, but it's it's no. funny. Like her her vagina smell has burnt down a house. <laughs> Yes. yes, this is wrong. Oh, oh man. Dude. 
I love celebrities. There's this, um, so this is like a long thing to get into, but to wrap it up, there was a guy uh, who believed in organ energy named okay. Willard Reich, I think. Anyways, uh, so Robert Anton Wilson, who I'm obsessed with, he was he was really suggesting to read Wilhelm Reich's books. And Wilhelm Reich had a thing where he had he had believed that there was a sexual energy that goes through people and you could capture this energy by sitting in a box with a crystal in it. And he had developed all this technology and written all these books on like and like high level stuff. This guy was not dumb. He's writing on politics and economy. He's writing on fascism and the like rise of centralized, you know, social structures, really big brain stuff. But then he's writing these books about like gathering the harness, the energies of the universe into your body through meditation. And the, the FBI came in and confiscated and burned like most of his material. So what we have is mostly what he secreted away to like his publishers and friends okay. that survived. Why would they go and destroy all his material if he wasn't onto something, you know, blah, blah, blah. But his organ theory has pops up in Hollywood all the time because, you know, wealthy people get bored and then they're like, I want something that's just not on the shelf. And they always get into these weird esoteric new age things. So Jaden Smith uh, started a, Jayden I'll stop Smith. clicking because you can hear it clicking in the background, yeah. uh, but I have to look it up. So Jaden Smith and a bunch of Hollywood kids started a cult based on Oregon energy. Okay. Was this before or after he wanted to get him and his sister wanted to get castrated? Uh huh. I don't know. That's a that's a good question. But uh you can find pictures of him and Willow and a bunch of the other celebrity kids with these like pyramid triangle crystal things and the symbols and outfits that they were wearing that they apparently started this like meditation cult. No shit. Organite Society. What is it called? Uh, Organite Society. Okay, the Organite Society. Cult. Aiden Smith, Kylie Jenner. Explore arts and crafts. Wait, it's a the Kylie Organite Jenner thing? Society. Holy shit. Yeah, okay. of course. Yep. Because who else is in the occult? Or like, I'm totally into the occult. I read it in a book somewhere. Dude. I got to say, uh, you know, and this is probably going to be a very unpopular opinion for having uh, Will Smith and uh, Jada Pinkett Smith as your mom. Jaden and Willow are two ugly fucking kids. Wow. Wow. That's the clip. It's going to go around the Internet. I'm, I'm sorry, it. dude. I mean, shot over the moon. <laughs> they they are really you know, c compared to their parents, you would think that they would have like two fucking little angels. Wow. I I don't even know how to respond to that. I <laughs> think it settles on its own and no post words would really give it justice to the statement that just came out of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't go tell them to their face. Like, your kid's ugly. Eh, well, I mean, everybody's allowed to have their own opinion, and that's my opinion of, uh, you know, so. So I'll, I'll offer the hippie retort. That's like, like, man, like deep down, aren't we all ugly at some point?
Uh, well, most of Hollywood, most of Hollywood is ugly inside. That's true. Yeah, that's you true. Only look like I you... like. Huh? Yeah. I was gonna say, if if you only look like you uh, look on the outside the way you are on the inside, Hollywood would not be very popular. Sounds like there's a movie about this, or at least an episode of a supernatural show. Anyways. I love and I'm obsessed with strange little tidbits of history. The collection of, you know, little things that you didn't know. Such as? Like stuff we've talked about. You know, these weird cults, these weird little stories about creators who are into strange things and the government stamped out all their work, but then it somehow survived. And now it's being used by Hollywood to start cults with their kids. Like that kind of stuff is invigorating. I wonder if uh, if Will and Jada are part of their little cult. Could I be. heard that Will was a Scientologist, but I don't know if that was really true or not. Oh, he is. I don't know, head. but that oh. sounds about right. I am nodding because that sounds exactly like what it would be. Yeah. So, like, I I think I think I did read that somewhere, but the, part of me wants to say that that's not true because. I don't know if you know this, but Will Smith, his music, he doesn't use any curse words because his grandmother uh, said, you know, you, you shouldn't curse. You, you're you know, you don't need to curse in, in music and stuff like that. If you're if you're really a, a good person. Anyway, um, you know, he didn't do that, which means he didn't fall into the commonly accepted required way in order to do things. So, like, part of me wants to say that he's not a Scientologist because that like in Hollywood in order to be successful there's a lot of people who believe you have to be a Scientologist in Scientology more, more specifically Scientologist picks successful people to give the image that success is something brought by Scientology but usually they love to that's the whole gimmick of it you know we could go into Hubbard like that man's a, an entire episode of himself he's a well with a yacht with a bunch of naked little boys on it but the point is is that <laughs> he uh you know their thing was like we get people who are famous and rich and then we say hey they're part of scientology and the people who don't have money will come and try to be a part of scientology and give us money well uh, yes but uh scientology so i i know i know a few scientologists and, and most of them are batshit crazy um, but the thing about Scientology is there's a whole educational portion of it for the first like several levels, and they teach you a lot of really good stuff. Oh, like sure. uh, a buddy of mine was telling me that he would actually recommend a lot of people getting into Scientology and sticking through the first two or three uh, levels of it because they teach you they teach you how to network. They teach you. Um, how to negotiate they teach you um, how to judge whether or not something's going to be uh, good for you or bad for you and things like that i mean it, it costs money because right. you got to pay to get your way up but there's a lot of good things that they do teach you before they get to the batshit crazy stuff it also sounds like a pyramid scheme like the same sort of let's teach you how to expand our pyramid oh yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. but you can use that uh, stuff to to help you to help yourself so according to the internet, Will Smith and Jay, uh, uh, Jada Pinkett both specifically squashed the rumors that they're Scientologists, which is weird because usually when you're a Scientologist, like you have to say that out loud and proud. Otherwise, the people of Scientology will put you in the hole again. Which is true. And, and this time, 
there'll be double the amount of rats down there. Mm. So I guess they're not then. There's Who knows? A, there's a great um, uh, show on Netflix with Leah Remini where she uh, talks to Scientologists and stuff. Um, the, the bad part about it is they have about two minutes of information in a 45 minute long show where Leah. Oh Lord. Yeah. So they go through all these little things to get to this one little tiny bit of information where you're like, Oh, interesting. And then they move on to the next episode where like maybe at the 30 minute mark, they have two minutes, but the rest of it is all like how we got up to this point, but we're not going to tell you what this point is. So it's, it's good because there's a lot of really good information, but it's also a lot of time wasting. Actually, that, that has more. It, I think I, I want to unrecommend it. Unrecommend. <laughs> unrecommend. Unrecommend. Put, you can't take it back. It's done. <laughs> it's out there. Well, uh, no, that sounds like it has more padding than my ex-wife. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's okay. I'm not a skinny dude myself, so. Neither am I. But all that, all that aside, all that aside, it's not that I, I love religious stuff. I love new age stuff. I nothing wrong with that. It's just the bullshit cult shit that gets to me. You know, L. Ron Hubbard has this long story about the different things he got into and this like falseness where he was doing it just to prove that he could do it better than other people. But Somebody was like, you know, hey, you could make a lot more money doing a religion because, you know, it's better to write science fiction, write science fiction. You have to work, you make effort, then you might make a little money. But religion, you just say, hey, I have a holy vision and everybody just throws it at you. So do you think we could do that? We totally should. Get all of our listeners to uh, join our cult and we can sell uh, vaginal stones and. Ooh, Yeah. <laughs> Actually, if I you you read the bastard at some point, yeah. Yes, long time ago though, dude. Like, long so time ago. So it it went through a bunch of rewrites, but there's this whole plot line in that book. I really want to get the book out again. It's all it's like I did eighty percent of the edit, and then this shit happened, and we moved on to other projects. But I want to come back to it and get it finished. But there's this whole thing about a death cult, and they're just like goofy slapstick characters they're joking and they're they're like sitting there like do we poison him no we should we should wait to murder him but we will definitely kill him and his entire family and then the the waiter at the um what's the place that gives breadsticks that's where you home your family olive garden yeah so the olive garden waiter is just like uh can i take your order and they're just like oh we'll take this this or like should we poison the waiter he overheard our plans and they're just goofy characters there's at least three times they try to bring Olive Garden back to their cult headquarters and something interrupts and makes them drop their food in the road. And they have to go sadly back to Olive Garden and order again. Huh. Oh, Olive Garden. I miss Olive Garden. I love funny. I love wacky cults. They're yeah. fun. You know, like growing up with the 80s cartoons, the He-Man, G.I. Joe, all that stuff, like their villains were wacky cults. We're like, we're super villains. We want to do evil, but we're all having a bingo raffle. It's almost like a robot chicken sketch or something. Mm. Well, cults are just uh, large groups of like-minded people. We've kind of replaced cults with uh, uh, internet uh, groups and such. That's true. We just don't get together anymore. We get together online. We just don't get together 
in person anymore. I miss that. I miss the smell of your hair. I mean, the smell of people's hair, not... Okay, we'll just leave it there. I'll, yep. I'll claim it. I can't undo it. On that note... <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to the Happy Little Scream podcast. If you like what you heard, you can find more on all major podcast providers. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. There are links on our website, happylittlescreams.com. Please like and subscribe. And if you're feeling even more generous, you can support the podcast through Patreon. Your donations help keep us going. Until next time, good night and happy screams. This is the end now. Dave, this conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Goodbye.